My brand new bonus mum. Episode four, a load of dummies. Last time, Frankie Fatfinger's two henchmen, Weasel and Big Bones, caught up with Callie and Valeria, who they were hunting because they wanted the bracelet Callie won in an arcade machine. They took them up to the top of Blackpool Tower, and Weasel was just about to push Callie off the balcony. The crook stopped pushing, and Callie collapsed backwards. She scrambled away from the edge and back inside. Past Weasel, who was groaning and cradling his head on the glass floor. Just behind him, Valeria was upright and holding a long green tube in the air. She'd hit Weasel over the head with a stick of Blackpool rock. Valeria, but your fear of heights. I had to protect you, Chica. The thought of losing you was much worse than any fall could ever be. Watch out. Her eyes narrowed and she shoved Callie behind her. Big Bones was walking menacingly towards them. He looked very upset. You hurt Weasel! Valeria leapt towards him. Even though her legs were wobbly, she was still much faster than the huge criminal. As Big Bones tried to aim his dart gun at Valeria, she smacked his shaved head with the stick of rock. <clears throat> now, Valeria had a piece of green confectionery in each hand. Big Bones' big skull had snapped the rock in two. Amazing! Where did you learn your moves, Valeria? A company I used to work for sent everyone on a judo retreat. Perk of the job. They watched Weasel climb to his feet, only using one hand to get up because the other was holding his head. He patted down his pockets, making sure he still had the bracelet. Come on, Big Bones, we got all we came for. They can't do anything to stop us up here. You two can wait around until Frankie says the job is done. Then I'm sure someone will come and let you out. He staggered towards the lift, pointing his stun gun at Valeria to stop her from coming any closer. Big Bones blew his nose on his sleeve and made his own way over to the lift doors. The two crooks looked angry and rather embarrassed as they kicked the chair away from the lift, finally allowing its doors to slide shut. Seconds later, they were gone. Kelly held hands with Valeria, both facing the lift and breathing heavily. For a few moments, the only other sound in the room was the wind outside. As their breathing returned to normal, they sank on the floor together. Thank heavens that's over with. Valeria put her arm around Callie. Callie hadn't been hugged by Valeria before, but she realized that she liked it. Let's go and find some help. At that moment, she also realised something else. She could hear guitars in her head. When the crooks left, Callie had only expected to feel calm. Instead, she was angry. No, it isn't over with. They stole my bracelet and I want it back. If we wait for someone to help, who knows what they'll do with it? Valeria looked at Callie with a curious expression. My, my, Chica. Someone's got a lot bolder. Only a few days ago, you couldn't even look me in the eye. She helped Callie to her feet. You know the diamonds on that bracelet aren't real, right? It's just a cheap prize. They'll be made of plastic. I don't know why Frankie Fatfingers is so keen to have it. I know they're not real diamonds. The bracelet is special because... because you won it for me. Whatever Weasel and Big Bones had done down below, the lift wasn't responding when they pressed the button for it to return. But they didn't account for the stairs. Callie ran towards the staircase door, Valeria clack-clacking behind her. 
We're going to find out where those crooks have gone and exactly what they're up to. By the time they reached the bottom, they were exhausted. But at least they had their feet firmly on the ground again. Standing on the sunny promenade, Valeria put on her oversized sunglasses. It was busier now, and the crowds of holidaymakers were wandering along the seafront, queuing for ice creams and keeping their chips away from sneaky seagulls. The crooks can't be that far away, thought Callie. Big Bones doesn't move that fast. Callie scanned their surroundings, looking for anything, a clue. In the distance, a group of seagulls were fighting over something, but it looked different from normal, much too orange to be more chips. It was the end of a carrot. Big bones! She darted into the tangle of tourists towards the seagulls, where she saw another carrot stump off in the distance. He's left a whole trail. Come on! After spotting a few more carrot pieces, Callie and Valeria were able to see Weasel and Big Bones themselves. As they pushed through the crowd, most people were going in the other direction. It wasn't looking likely Weasel and Big Bones would notice they were being followed along the bustling promenade. Callie and Valeria kept their eyes on the criminals and shadowed their targets at a safe distance. Look, they're going inside. Up ahead, Weasel and Big Bones had stopped in front of the tourist attraction. They looked both ways, then entered the big seafront building. The sign above the entrance read, Madame Couple of Blades Wax Museum, in swirling letters. Big Bones and Weasel were going to see the waxworks. That's not where I expected them to go. Me neither. But they are a pair of dummies, so it makes sense. She marched along the promenade with Callie right beside her. They arrived at the wax museum and went inside. The museum's dark corridors were quite a contrast to the seaside sunshine. As Callie's eyes adjusted, she was amazed to see a familiar young woman. She had pink hair tied in double braids, and both her wrists were covered in bracelets. It's Connie Rocks! Valeria walked up to the posing pop star and prodded her cheek. I recognise her from the posters in your room. That's a really good likeness. Callie had only suggested they go to Blackpool in the hopes of running into Connie Rocks, who was visiting in order to host a talent contest taking place. This was a lot closer than she actually thought she'd get to that really happening. They continued down the corridor, where not all of the dummies were quite as lifelike. They filed along a red carpet, past a royal family who didn't look regal at all. I think they won their jewels on the pier. Valeria's eyes bulged wide open once they got to the Hall of Rockstars. Valeria stared at a melting-faced statue of a woman from the 80s with a red cape. That's far too long. If she was real, she'd probably trip on it. <gasps> I can't believe it. Take my photo. Next to the woman, there were the models making up a band. Valeria ran and stood in front of them. Two of the band were stood in front of the rest. They had funny, sort of, round haircuts, a bit like shaggy Lego men. And one of them was wearing sunglasses. These were my favourites when I was younger. When I came over to the UK with my family, they made Manchester feel like home. Callie loved that Valeria had found something to be excited about on the trip. So far, they'd only really been doing things for her. But right now, Valeria was behaving exactly the same way Callie did with her favourite pop stars. In one corner of the room, a blonde singer from the 60s had clearly been forgotten by the cleaners. 
Who's this, Valeria? I think it's supposed to be Dusty. The Jew! It's definitely Dusty. No, Dusty Springfield. She was a singer in the old days. Achoo! The sneezing brought Callie to her senses. They'd walked past a lot of waxworks, but Weasel and Big Bones were nowhere to be seen. Callie began to panic. We've looked everywhere, Valeria. Have we lost them? Not quite everywhere. There was a doorway at the far side of the gloomy room. It was so dark that Callie could hardly see beyond it. Above the entrance was a sign which read, Hall of Horrors, not suitable for children. There was an employee standing guard on the other side. I'm way too young to enter. How can we get in? I have a plan. Quickly, she untied her silk scarf and wrapped it round Callie's head, tying the ends in a neat bow. Then she slid her oversized sunglasses onto Callie's face. What are you doing? It's pitch black. I can't see anything. It's only till we get inside. Now you look like a little old lady. When they entered the adults-only room, the employee in the doorway pulled a funny face. He frowned at the smartly dressed lady who was guiding a short, stumbling woman in rainbow trainers and a neon jacket. Can I help you, madam? I'm just here with my mother. Her eyesight is, is failing, which is well, which explains a choice of outfit. Oh! Valeria yelped as Callie accidentally trod on her toes. She just wants to see the waxworks one last time. Oh, that's right, laddie. Callie stumbled into the darkness with outstretched arms. The confused employee looked at her, then back at Valeria. Okay, madam. Let me know if you and your uh, mother need any further assistance. We'll be fine. Valeria ushered Callie around the corner. When they were safely out of sight, Callie took off the sunglasses. What did you mean about my outfit? I love your outfit, Chica, but most people expect little old ladies to dress sensibly. When you're a little old lady, Callie, I hope you still dress exactly the same. Steady on. I haven't even started year seven yet. Callie returned the scarf. Now, Chica, this is the spooky bit, so remember, none of the waxworks are real, and if it gets too much, let me know and we'll leave, okay? But it definitely wasn't too much for Callie. The waxworks in this section were clearly considered too gruesome for children to see, but they were all so old and lumpy that it was impossible to be scared by any of them. A lot of wax had been used to make Henry VIII bulging from his throne and surrounded by his six wives. None of them looked especially happy. In particular, the two women holding their own heads. That's Anne Boleyn and Catherine Howard. Those were the wives Henry executed. Tell you what, Chico, some men need a good talking to. Anyway, don't lose your head in here. We're still looking for those two crooks. Admiral Nelson was standing guard on another corner. The waxwork was missing an arm. Nelson died at Trafalgar. Do you know where that is? Of course. I lived in London before I moved to Manchester with Dad. It's just down the road from Piccadilly Circus. That's Trafalgar Square. They named it after a big battle in Cape Trafalgar, which is in southern Spain. It's very close to where my family is from. For a moment, Valeria looked rather sad. Back then, they could hardly afford food, let alone a mess scarves. As they crept around the corner, Valeria grabbed Callie. Stay back. We need to hide. Callie crouched behind the waxwork admiral, holding Nelson's one good hand for support. Good idea. I'm sure he won't mind. He's armless. Peering between Nelson's legs, Callie could see what had shocked Valeria. The corridor opened out into a large room, decorated like a bar from the 1920s. 
there was a sign offering moonshine and a piano full of bullet holes. In the middle of this dimly lit speakeasy were a dozen waxwork gangsters that looked very realistic. They were wearing thick black coats, which was strangely familiar. In the centre of the group was a short, round man in a pinstripe suit. This waxwork had a fedora hat, bushy black eyebrows and a curled bottom lip. He looked a bit like the guy from that movie Callie's dad loved. The grandfather or something? Look. She pointed at a waxwork of a brutish-looking man that stood head and shoulders above the others. Right beside him was a long-faced man with greasy hair and a face covered in peck marks. It's Big Bones and Weasel. They're hiding amongst the dummies. The two crooks slowly turned their heads, checking that no one was watching. Weasel nodded and suddenly all the other waxworks began to move. These weren't waxworks at all. Callie and Valeria had stumbled across a secret gangster hideout located inside the museum. From the shadows, Callie and Valeria watched as the pinstripe-suited gangster stepped forwards, holding his palm towards Weasel. Even though he wasn't really the grandfather, based on Weasel's expression, he was still clearly the boss of the operation. In fact, Weasel looked nervous and even greasier than usual. Several beads of sweat rolled down his head as he reached into his coat and produced. There it was, Callie's bracelet. Here you go, Frankie, just like you asked. Weasel lowered the stolen jewelry into his boss's little palm. Frankie Fatfingers stared at his hand for several seconds with a stony expression. He held out his other palm and another gangster shuffled forwards in silence. This man placed a jeweler's eyepiece in Frankie's hand and tiptoed away as fast as possible. Without saying a word, Frankie lifted the bracelet towards a dim light bulb and examined the diamonds in the flickering electric light. Callie held her breath. He's going to realize those diamonds aren't real. Frankie put the bracelet in his coat pocket and stepped towards a terrified weasel. Finally. He smiled, showing all of his teeth. You got hold of it. <laughs> he slapped Weasel on the back and the skinny crook almost jumped out of his skin. At the same time, the whole gathering of gangsters breathed a sigh of relief. Yes, yes, it's an exact match. I knew it the second I saw that photo Weasel sent me from the pier. This cheap fake is identical to the top prize at tonight's talent competition. They say there's no such thing as a perfect crime, but I think we might have found it. Frankie strutted around the room of gangsters. Now, does anyone have any questions? Um, yes, Mr. Fatfingers. Uh, I've been learning about speaking for dramatic effect from Weasel, but I can't quite get the hang of it when he explained things. Could you show me a little pause? A little pause? A little pause? He stormed across the room, and the other criminals scattered out of his way. Though he was barely taller than Big Bones' belly button, Frankie backed him right against the bar. Are you making fun of my hands? Are you saying I have little paws? Big Bones didn't get the chance to answer. In fact, it was Admiral Nelson that interrupted him. As Callie leaned forward, eager to see what happens next, she pulled on the wax dummy's hand and it popped out of its socket 
followed by the arm. Immediately, the gangsters froze in position. They knew that someone had entered their secret meeting place. Callie gulped. Her face felt hot and she was frozen to the spot. How were they going to get out of here without being caught? Thank you for listening to an Able Original.